Before we get into this podcast, make sure to rate five stars. And I would just want to thank you so much for listening and letting me penetrate your ear holds. Let's get into it. Welcome back to the Isaac Allison Show, where I talk everything sports. And this last weekend, the the Masters happened, and the winner obviously is Heidi Heidi. He, it's Japanese Matashumi, uh, who is the first ever Japanese player to win. So that's good for repping Japan, and. He started off the the tourney minus three on round one, minus one on round two. So he was kind of in the middle of the pack by round two. So he was like, wasn't up there. Then on round three, he made a big, big push. He went under seven that day. Huge, huge day. And round four, he... He had a four-point difference between the between him and the next closest, and he ended up being one over, but finished uh, under ten. And the second place winner was the second place. The runner-up was Will Zadalatorius, who was minus nine. Who was who was minus two on the on round four the last day? Who looks like Happy Gilmore's caddy with the hair? He has got like super blonde hair. And tied for number three, Xander Xander Shuffle finished minus seven. He tied with Jordan Spieth, who finished minus seven as well. And and for fifth place, John Rahm's tied with Mark Schlesner for minus six. At, they're both at minus six for fifth place. And I'm pretty sure on the third round on the Saturday, so they had Thursday, Friday, then Saturday and Sunday competition. So for the... For Saturday, this one dude was like, yo, I only got $2, so let's do a 12-leg parlay, single-round bet, and let's see what happens. And he turned $2 into $38,000. Bro, that's just insane. $19,000 19, xing your money. He, he had um, Ian Poulter... Plus one forty five. So if they bet a hundred dollars, he'd get back in return two hundred and forty five. His hundred and the plus one forty five over Paul Casey, Phil Mickelson one um over Paul Harshley plus one twenty five. Francisco Marlini plus one eighteen over Jason Korak. Number four. He had Matt Wallace plus 125 over Louis Ujlinen. I don't honestly know how to say that name. Number five, Charles Schwarzer plus 145 over Harris English. And also Scottle Schulfer plus 
108 over Terrell, Terrell Hatton. And had Kevin Naw plus 112 over Gary Woodland. And Bubba Watson plus 112 over Adam Anser. And in the ninth bet, he had Sean Lair plus 30 over Tommy Flutwood. At number 10, he had Corey Connors plus 140 over Colin Macarao, who's an upcoming stud. He's just a stud right now. And his 11th bet, he had Heidi Kim Monashuma plus 130 over Sander Shuffle, who got third place, which pretty, pretty good. So, and this was the day he went minus seven, so it was like, geez. And he, his final bet, he had Tony Vanuel over Justin Thomas. And what it means, plus 145, he's picking all the people. He's picking everybody that is not the favorite, basically. It's like, oh, you are not the favorite? And that's where you can make the most money by not picking the favorite because you get the most in return, which is how it should be. And somehow they all just hit. It's just, it's just kind of insane. And the Washington football team, the Washington football team, the football team is coming out with some possible names. Some possible names are the Griffins, Warriors, Amara, Rising, I don't like Rising, Swifts, Commanders, Pilots, Rubies. Renegades, Washington, D.C. Football Club, so in other words, D.C.F.C., which sounds like a a soccer team, so I don't like it. Monarchs, Presidents, Wild Hogs, Riders, Washington Capital City Football Club, so C.C.F.C., Red Wolves, Aviators, Wayfarers, Ambassadors, Aces, First City Football Club, so FCFC, Archers, Beacons, Belters, Red Tails, Razorbacks, Defenders, Defenders, and Football Team. It's already called the Football Team, so I don't even know why that's there. And I think that Red Wolves, that'd be pretty, that'd be a pretty cool name. Griffins, I could see that happen. No, I don't like that. I like Warriors. What I like the most, probably, Renegades or Commanders. Because the president is Commander-in-Chief. And I I just think that's a good name. And Renegaders would be sick. But if if you could also, if it would be a random one, I'd do Red Tails. Or wild hogs. I doubt they do red tails because it's too close to the their old name. But what all they're doing by this, they're just selling more and more merchandise by having more and more people come and do their thing. And Giovanni Bernard got cut by the Bengals. And he's like, hold on, wait a minute. I can go to Tom Brady. 
and signed a one-year deal with the Buccaneers. And he got, in his career, he's had 2,800 receiving yards and 342 receptions. So, and to say the least, the Buccaneers were not the best at catching in their, from their backfield. They had 17 drops from their running backs. And no other team had more than 12. So there's a five point, there's a five drops in between there. And if you added these teams' drops up all combined, the Jets, Titans, and Colts, Cardinals, and Seahawks combined would equal 17. The Jets, Sam Darnold was already getting sacked by that point. Titans, they don't throw it to Derrick Henry. Colts, they have Naheem Hines, so, and he's a great back. So, if anybody, the Colts should be the one that messes up the most here. Cardinals, not 100% sure. And the Seahawks, not 100% sure either, but they dropped it a lot, and they fixed their problems. They do good. Dude, the Buccaneers have to win. They have to win. I don't know how they don't. And Thaddeus Moss, yes, that is Randy Moss's son. Got caught by the Washington football team. Who's should be ashamed of their name and what what they're doing. Got claimed by the Bengals. Now they and he went to LSU. So now Joe Burrow, Thaddeus Moss, possibly even Jamar Chase. Now, dude, they got a whole thing going. Now they got a tight end that Joe Burrow's played with. Sheesh. And Julian Edelman got cut and retired. The thing that led up to this was that he failed the physical because his knee was so bad. And apparently his knee was terrible for two years, I could see, because he wasn't playing the best for Cam Newton. But that just might be Cam Newton. I don't know about you. But Cam Newton wasn't the best passer in the whole entire the league last year, as he probably got last in passing yards or something close to that. And the whole entire – they just haven't had any other good wide receivers besides Julian Edelman. And he's just been gotten the most receptions and just gotten beat up the most out of all the wide receivers. And I can see how his knees are so bad because he's been playing for 12 years. All, he was being a punt returner for a while for the first couple. But he had some big-time plays with Atlanta. But this, the real question is, is he a Hall of Famer? Three-time Super Bowl champ. One-time Super Bowl MVP in the game against Atlanta. Is, the dude a super, is this dude a Hall of Famer? He only has like 6,600 passing yard catch receiving yards so does he make the hall of fame in your opinion please comment down that down below yeah and make sure to like and if you're on podcast rate five stars and oh, James Connor former Steeler signed a one year one point seven five million dollar deal with the Arizona Cardinals so, Cardinal, they got rid of Kenyon Drake. Now they're now they're get, bringing another back. It's probably not as he's not as elusive as Kenyon Drake. 
Kenyon Drake got paid like five mil a year or something, something good like that. Something with the Raiders, he got paid very well. And the Raiders have Josh Jacobs, so I don't know if they think Josh Jacobs is going down the charts or what. But Jadavion Clowney signed a one-year $10 million deal with the Browns. As the Browns, they were going for J.J. Watt. They were going for Bud Dupree and so many other players on the defensive line. Now they got their one-two combo with Miles, Miles Garrett and Jadavion Clowney, which I don't know about you, but me personally, I don't mess with that. that, that that's, that's not... That's not fun. Just having two elite dudes coming off the end like that. And also, Alden Smith signed a one-year deal with the Seahawks as he had a comeback year after a rough couple of years as he was going through some tough times. And now they got Carlos Dunlap and Alden Smith who had five sacks. He got off to a hot start last season, but cooled down as the season went on. And since you're like, hold on, wait a minute. There's a 17-game schedule. How are they doing that? So I don't really understand it, but they're going to be doing it. So I think they're doing an NFC team versus an AFC team. And whatever they do... If they ranked, I think this is in 2017, if they ranked first, they're playing the first, team, the first seed in 20 in the other team's the division, in, which is ever they're playing. So, for, or one of the games, for the first game, it'd be Washington football team at Bills, Giants at Dolphins, Cowboys at Patriots, Eagles at Jets, Seahawks at Steelers, Ooh, that's going to be a good game. I like that. I want to see Russell Wilson dying out there. Just being, oh, help me. I need some help. And the Rams at Ravens, also going to be a good game. They had a very good game on Monday Night Football a long time ago. And Cardinals at Browns. Or was that against the Chiefs? I think that was against the Chiefs. But the Cardinals at Browns, also going to be a stellar game. Both have very good defensive players. 49ers at Bengals. 49ers are going to take that easy dub. Nine Saints at Titans. Pretty well-matched teams, I'd say. Ten Buccaneers at Colts. I think that the Buccaneers, they're going to be rolling at that time. I think the Colts are probably going to lose, even though they're not in the 11. Panthers at Texans. Panthers are not looking good, but the Texans are terrible. Yeah, the Panthers are going to be winning that game. 12, Buccaneers, Jaguars, and the, excuse me, not Buccaneers. Jaguars at, no, Falcons at Jaguars. Falcons are probably going to win that. Packers at Chiefs. Chiefs. Bears at Raiders. It's probably going to beat the Bears because the Raiders normally go er and go dirt at the end. And 
15. Vikings at Chargers and Lions at Broncos. I think MCDC will come out ahead. And some MLB news. The Atlantic League, Atlantic League is, which is a minor minor league team, minor league league where single A and stuff like that, will be testing out 61 feet and 6 inches mounds. So it will be a foot back than what it is. So they're hoping for more action in the game and more fly balls and stuff like that where they can have more hits. And they're also looking to do a double hook rule, which means the DH, where a DH will come in after the starting pitcher goes out of the game. So you might want you might see a strategy where they have the, a pitcher go an inning, then leave, then they have a DH through the rest of the game. All the other relievers, in a sense, are all good. Are don't have to bat then. And Joe West won a 500K lawsuit against Paul Duncan, who's a catcher for the Cardinals, I believe. And Paul said that he rigged the strike zone, which terrible thing to accuse anybody of. And it's just, how are you going to prove that? That seems so vague to me. That seems impossible to prove. Like, how are you going to prove that? And that was just a terrible lawsuit from the beginning. And he's one of my favorite umpires who's been a very good umpire for a very long time. In my own opinion. And Pete Rose, the man that's so good at betting, is now selling his picks for baseball and many other sports, which... Is ironic because Pete Rose was not was a hit king, but he wasn't in baseball Hall of Fame because he because he gambled on games and stuff like that, etc. And still was a hit king, which I think personally he should be in the Hall of Fame because it's a part of the baseball's history. And that's just, it's the celebration of baseball. I think Mark McGuire should be there. I think Sammy Sosa, Barry Bonds should be in there. Because it can be what not to do. Learn from your history. Don't ignore the history. Learn from the history. I, I feel like that's where the MLB is me, me, messing up in a sense. They're just not learning from their his, history. And the picks will be done on you pick. A you pick. That it goes you pick trade, and which is based in Mexico, so don't take my word for it. It's up to you. And, and this week it was Jackie Robinson's day, so some things that I admire about Jackie Robinson he was a great baseball player, and he broke the color barrier, and he was, uh, he he was so calm and cool and collected when he was discriminated and he knew he couldn't fight back and he was just he was loving his neighbor 
even though his neighbor wasn't loving him, which I think is so, so cool. And he was also a very strong Christian, and God guided his way through life. And Mel Kuyper Jr. came out with a new mock draft 4.0. So let's dive right into it. Number one, Trevor Lawrence to the Jacksonville Jaguars. This is this is the number one thing that will probably be, this is like obvious by now, to Zach Wilson out of BYU. Very talented, can make off-balance throws, but when he gets injured, what is he going to do? Is he going to be like Kyler Murray when he's, is he going to be dog water when he doesn't have the good people that he needs? Who knows? We'll have to find out. And number three, he has the 49ers taking Mac Jones. I don't know why, but I feel like Justin Fields is just a be- better player, in my opinion. He's just a better player than Mac Jones. He can think just like Mac Jones. He did that with what's with, with Ryan Day's system. And number four, Kyle Pitts going to the Dolphins as the Falcons trade back in the Dolphins straight up. And they flip-flop seats right there. And number five, the Cincinnati Bengals take Panay Sewell, offensive lineman, out of Oregon. If the Bengals do that, that's the right move. But aren't they going to take Jamar Chase and just ruin Joe Burrow's career? you got to protect Joe Burrow from himself because I feel like he's saying, yo, take Jamar Chase. But... In reality, you need to take Panay Sewell. Don't, don't let Joe Burrow or whoever fool you. If they want to win, that's up to them. And number six, they have the Falcons still getting a very good quarterback, Trey Lance, out of North Dakota State, which is an FCS school. So let's see. Well, this is a... We saw Carson Wentz ball out at the beginning of the season. Well, in his career, early in his career, well, Trey Lance did the same. Josh Allen, he was a, he was in the FBS, but not a major school Mountain West Conference. But will he be able to ball out like Josh Josh Allen and Carson Wentz? And number seven, they have Jamar Chase going to the Detroit Lions. This would be a huge help. This would be like a Cooper Cup, but so much more athletic for Jared Goff. And that'd be a necessary item, necessary thing on the list for for the Lions if they're going to make it back, if they're going to make it to the promised land any signed soon. And number eight, the have Devontae Smith going to the Carolina Panthers. Sam Darnold getting him a good receiving core with Robbie Anderson, Devontae Smith. And you also have a very good wide receiver. I forgot his name. He's super good in Carolina. Um, that will just be a, something you just don't want to mess with. Even with the, might be just right up there, if they get them right up there with the, with the, what's called, with the Buccaneers wide receiver group. 
And number nine, they have Micah Parsons drafting. Michael Parsons going to the Denver Broncos, which he's a stud and he's great. Number 10, Justin Fields going to the from the Ohio State University, trading with the, the Patriots, trading up to 10, five spots with the Cowboys. That's going to cost them a lot if they're going to do that. And number 11, they have... Jalen Waddle, wide receiver out of Alabama, going to the New York Giants. If he can, him, Kenny Galladay, Darius Slay, they're going to be good. Especially if he can come back to the prior Jalen Waddle injury, they're going to be super golden. And number 12 through 17, Patrick Sertan going to the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, 13, Rashawn Slater going to the Chargers. Chargers need offensive line help. 14, Christian Darsa going to the Minnesota Vikings. They've been on an offensive lineman this year. And 15, J.C. Horn going to the Dallas Cowboys. As in past mock drafts, they've seen them going to Patrick Sertan. Now they're seeing them going after J.C. Horn. So we'll have to figure it out which one they're going to. And they're still getting a corner cornerback as they're moving back still. So they're there's they're gonna the Cowboys are basically guaranteed a cornerback in this draft, basically. At sixteen, Caleb Farley, cornerback out of Virginia Tech going to the Arizona Cardinals, as they lost Pat Pete. Patrick Peterson, who's a who's a stud for there a long time. In 17, they got the Raiders taking the offensive lineman as their offensive lineman group gets older and older. They're going to take Elijah Vera Tucker, offensive lineman out of USC. And 8th through 20, they have the Dolphins taking Quiddy Pay as. I, I honestly don't. I, I honestly dislike this. I think they should get a linebacker to replace. They have Jerome Baker. But I think they should get a linebacker to replace Kyle Van Noy's spot and flip-flop with the Washington No, the Washington football team is already stacked on their defense line. But get Jeremiah Washa-Koramaya, linebacker out of Notre Dame, who's made some very big plays. But that's who the Washington football team has got getting. In 20, Tevin Jenkins. Offensive lineman out of Oklahoma State. They going to the Bears. The Bears need to protect their quarterback if they're going to have any success at all. Success at all. Twenty-one. Jalen Phillips, edge rusher, out of Miami. Miami. I if he go if draft going to the Indianapolis Colts. Dude, the Colts are going to be locked and loaded, bro. You got DeForest Buckner and Jalen Phillips. They're going to be locked and loaded. 22, Elijah Moore, wide receiver out of Ole Miss, going to the Tennessee Titans. Him, A.J. Brown. Bro, they're going to be ripped. They're going to be like two DK Metcalfs, bro. Ole Miss has been coming out with some insane wide receivers recently. 23, Greg Newsome, cornerback out of Northwestern. On the, going to the New York Jets. The Jets need to get a cornerback. 
and why not get Greg Newsom? 24, Najee Harris going to the Steelers. That's all we need. That's all they need for now. And 25, the Jacksonville Jaguars selecting Trevor Murray, Trevon Mogreg, safety out of TCU. They need a secondary player, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Jaguars trade back and get some more capital because safeties normally go later in the draft if they are going after a safety. At number one, 26, the Cleveland Browns select Jonathan Davis out of Kentucky. This dude's absolute stud. He's phenomenal at everything. Like, he'll cover and he'll stop the run. Phenomenal linebacker. This linebacker class is very good. In 27, Terrence Marshall out of LSU. He played with Joe Burrow, dude. You know he's balling. 28, Xavier Collins going to the New Orleans Saints. He can blitz, play coverage. There ain't much about it. 29, Rashawn Bateman going to the Green Bay Packers. Based on my his, based on the Green Bay Packers' recent history, they're not going to get Rashawn Bateman. Just saying. And 30, Azizi Olajuwari, linebacker out of Georgia. If he's going with Car- Kirby Smart, like, you can't go wrong with that. That Kirby Smart gets his dudes right. And 31, Jason Owai, edge washer out of Penn State, going to the Kansas City Chiefs. They need to stop Tom Brady if they're going to rematch in the Super Bowl. And the Ta- Tampa Bay Buccaneers getting a defensive lineman, Christian Barmore, out of Alabama. If you guys enjoyed this, please like. I hope you guys enjoy. See y'all next time. Peace.